From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title Corporate Offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. And welcome to another Mark Bishop Show. Well, you could call 9-11 if you witness a stroke. Most people would think so to do that. A national survey says only 40% of us of the U.S. adults who have witnessed a stroke call 911 as their first reaction. In fact, stroke symptoms come on suddenly and require immediate emergency care. But only one in five respondents could recognize 10 signs and symptoms of stroke. Now, my special guest is Cheryl Martin-Schild, MD, PhD, and Learn Stroke Medical Director and Medical Director of Neurology and Stroke for the New Orleans East Hospital and Toro Infirmary. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you. Uh, Doctor, data from five major healthcare systems show that as COVID-19 caseloads spiked, emergency department visits decreased by more than 40%. But even during a pandemic, uh, medical emergencies such as a stroke and heart attack can be life-threatening and demand immediate attention. You're urging people to call 911 and seek immediate medical attention for emergencies like stroke and uh, want you to know that uh, you're working tirelessly uh, to provide the best care possible for all of their patients, correct? Absolutely. Very disappointing to hear that people who are having strokes are not coming in emergently to have their evaluations and management. It's a big problem since stroke is the number one reason to develop disability as an adult and the number five killer. Yet it's, you know, there's opportunities to prevent stroke and to minimize damage from those strokes, but it requires calling 911 to kick off that chain of events that can have that lasting impact on the person's life. My word, and according to a nationwide survey of over 2,000 U.S. adults, over half of all respondents falsely believe that the signs of stroke come on slowly over a day or two. That's a big misnomer, right, Doc? Yes, that is a myth. I mean, stroke by definition is like a stroke of lightning. One minute you're fine, and the next minute you're not. It's basically a brain attack, and it can happen to anyone of any age at any time. Now, for listeners, I want you to write down this address. We'll do it again later, but you need to do some reading here. www.strokeawareness.com. It's all one word, strokeawareness.com. That's for more information about the signs, symptoms, and risk factors, all right? Doctor, it's a fact that the signs of stroke can sometimes be subtle and, and hard to recognize. Is that right? That's right. There are symptoms which are obvious to somebody external to the person having the stroke, things like their face drooping or their speech being slurred or not moving one side of the body as well. But then there are other symptoms that really require the person having the stroke to complain about them, to express that they're feeling dizzy or off balance, to express that they're having a problem with their vision or that they're experiencing numbness on one side of their body, for example. Mm. So it, there are you know, a spectrum of symptoms that can represent stroke, but ultimately any sudden loss of function is a stroke until proven otherwise. Mm. Uh, that's that uh, acronym BFAST, right? Which stands for balance, eyes, yes, face, fast. arm, speech, and time. Interesting, BFAST, right. So the sudden onset of any of these signs uh, could mean that. Mm. Yes, about 
95% of people having a stroke will have at least one of those abnormalities, but any of them, even one of them in isolation, can represent a stroke and would be a reason to dial 911 immediately. Well, Dr. Shaw, let's tick off what we do know. Stroke can be disabling or even fatal, and it does not stop during a global health pandemic, right? No, it doesn't. In fact, it might be more likely to happen since coronavirus can actually make somebody more prone towards developing a blood clot. So it's disappointing to hear that uh, fewer people having a, a stroke are actually seeking emergency care. I mean, I understand it. You know, there's so much media hype in the beginning about you know, hospitals not having what they needed to safely take care of people, but that's just not the case anymore. I mean, there's ample supplies. Hospitals have put together protocols and pathways so that every person coming into the hospital has universal protections for both the staff and patients, and can, there's quick uh, screening of patients so that we can identify which patients need to maintain those extreme uh, precautions and which patients don't have coronavirus and can be taken care of with standard precautions like healthcare professionals wearing surgical masks and exercising excellent hand hygiene. Mm. So it is a myth that you can't safely get care in a hospital during this pandemic. Our hospitals are working feverishly to make sure that they're able to not only provide the high-level care that patients with stroke need and deserve, but also to do so safely. Well, uh, one thing does surprise me, doctor, right? A stroke can happen to anyone of any age at any time. You know, it's a myth, I think, that uh, we tend to think that our mature folks are the only people that get strokes. That's just simply not correct. And in fact, the proportion of people having a stroke that are younger is actually increasing. And like you said, anyone at any time can have a stroke. Most people have at least one risk factor for having a stroke, meaning at least one condition that increases their risk compared to somebody who doesn't have that condition. And there's lots of risk factors that we can't do something about, like our family history, uh, what gender we are, our age and ethnic background. But there are plenty of risk factors that we can do something about. Things like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, smoking, sleep apnea, heart rhythm problems like atrial fibrillation. And so much of that has to do with getting more physical activity and avoiding and minimizing obesity, mm. which helps to control those risk factors. Yeah, there are some uh, stroke risk factors within the weekend control. As you say, making healthy lifestyle choices, regular, a regular exercise and limiting alcohol and not smoking, of course. Now, according to a report from the American Heart Association, in more than 60% of stroke cases, someone other than the patient made the decision to seek medical treatment. Did you find that interesting? It's a great point. You know, there are many patients who are experiencing symptoms but aren't able to recognize that those symptoms are due to a stroke. There are many people who don't understand that there's something that can be done about stroke. There are many people who are afraid of being in a hospital. Um, and so we're really dependent on witnesses to recognize and then immediately respond by dialing 911 in order to get that person you know, the best chance of recovery. 
you know, I, I'm here today uh, partnering with Genentech to raise awareness about stroke uh, after they you know, sponsored a nationwide survey of adults in the United States and found that only 40% of the respondents who witnessed someone else have a stroke mm. actually thought to call 911 as their first reaction. That should be 100%. It should be, you know, see somebody, recognize that they're having symptoms that are probably due to stroke, and then knowing that the appropriate response is to dial 911, which can you know, save that person's life or minimize long-term disability. Yeah, well, maybe it's the fact that nearly 70% of people say that they are knowledgeable about stroke, yet 62% of them falsely believe that the signs of stroke come, you know, over slowly over a day or two, so they don't call 911. And I think that's, uh, that's a very valid point that you're saying. Any indication, get to know what stroke signs are and get on and dial, right? Absolutely. For any of those BFAS symptoms, balance, you know, eyes, eyesight, facial movements, arm movements, speech, any of those should prompt 911 because, you know, the reason why those symptoms are happening are because every part of the brain has some special function assigned to it. And when the blood flow to that part of the brain is disrupted, either because a clot or a plaque is blocking the flow to that part of the brain or that blood vessel that normally supplies that brain is broken and there's bleeding into the brain, you know, when that happens, you know, there's things that can be done about it, but you need to get attention immediately in order to stop the process of brain cells dying because once the brain cell's dead, the brain cell does not regenerate. Yeah, it's a scary thing. Is there any last thoughts you'd like to share, Dr., you know, about this very important topic? I would say, you know, live your life prepared and not scared, but being prepared knows it means knowing what risk factors you have, knowing how to modify those risks, and if you need any more information about how to lower your risk or how to recognize and respond to stroke, you can go to that www.strokeawareness.com. That's fantastic. And, uh, you know, your, your history and what you have achieved is amazing. You founded and directed the stroke program at Tulane Medical Center from, what, 2008 to 16, and you advanced Tulane Medical Center to primary stroke center level in less than two years uh, from inception and comprehensive stroke center three years later. And uh, you, your service apparently has delivered the highest rate of and most efficient with thrombolytical treatment for ischemic stroke in Louisiana. So you know your stuff, don't you? It's an honor to do what I do. And, you know, I consider myself a stroke warrior. And you're um, able to provide a platform to educate many more people so that hopefully stroke is prevented. And when it occurs, it's, it's managed appropriately by dialing 911 as the first thought. Fantastic. You do a great job. Thank you, Dr. Martin Schild. Uh, she serves as the statewide stroke medical director for the Louisiana Emergency Response Network. Uh, have a, uh, a great rest of the year and take care. Thank you. You too. Stay safe.